Hello and welcome back to Listen to This, a podcast about music, for music, and everything in between. I'm Danny. And I'm Alex. And today we're talking about remixes. Ever, ever, ever. You that were was, waiting to that do was that. That was me scratching the record. <laughs> <laughs> I knew how I was going to open this episode. I was so. going to say you were waiting for that. You had that ready to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know what, Danny? Before we actually start talking about remixes and stuff, I'm actually very curious. What have you been listening to lately? Uh, actually, I've been paying more attention to uh, kind of the news of the music world right now because the Grammys just happened. Like, Billie Eilish dyed her hair. Yeah. I guess that was a wig. Oh, was it? I I don't know. I was, <laughs> B, B was like, be sure to mention Billy's new hair on your podcast. I'm like, it might be a one sentence comment, then we move on. But it was a wig. Yeah, apparently. Or, Scandal I'm, in the music world. <laughs> it's I don't know if it's confirmed or whatever, but I saw something uh, right after she redid her hair and stuff about how the green hair and the or the green roots and the black hair was a wig that she was wearing over her hair to protect it which is common i guess when you dye your hair very often she wore a green and black wig to hide her blonde hair for a week oh wow why are there so many headlines about this i know i'm like why does i understand pop culture news just as escapism but is there really nothing else going on for escapism justice league just got released with the snyder cut go watch that (laughs) After you're done listening to this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, the Grammys just happened like Grammys a week ago. Um, everybody's just talking about Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion twerking on stage to the weirdest version of WAP I've ever heard in my life because they try to make it like TV friendly. So basically half of it is Cardi B going, yeah, I want, yeah, and it, and my, and I'm like, what the hell? Is she having a stroke? That's a wet-ass personality. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And then uh, her and Megan were, like, twerking on each other. Kind of, I don't know. It was, like, it was actually a cool move because, like, somehow Cardi went from standing. Then she, like, flipped on her knees but then flipped on her back. But she intertwined her legs with Megan. So, like, when she was on her back, Megan was kind of, like, twerking on her. But then Cardi flipped and then Megan was on her back. I don't know. It was such a well done move, though, however it was, because that made my knees hurt. Cirque du Soleil, eat your heart out. (laughs) Seriously. Like, the cardio for that, like, good for them, first off. Cardio B. (laughs) (laughs) It almost took me a second to realize what you did. (laughs) I'm flattered by how much I actually got you to laugh from that. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, speaking of Billy, though, um, won the award for record of the year for everything I wanted. First off, that's a really sad song. <laughs> Second off, record uh, of the year, or like single of the year or song of the year. Uh, it'd be song of the year. Okay, I mean, so did you have a new album come out? I figured I would have heard about that. But yeah, okay, just a single. No, it's for right, the right. song that was on it. Um, but she got on stage and she was just like, I didn't prepare anything because I thought Megan the Stallion was going to be the one to win this. And she was like, if she did, I was going to write a whole thing like, you know, talking about her. But I didn't because I didn't think I was going to win. So, uh, Megan, this one's for you. <laughs> like, oh, my God, that was the cutest thing I've ever seen. What was Megan's song? Uh, either Savage or uh, Body. I think it was one of those. The two TikTok songs? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, 
But then Taylor Swift also won for Folklore, so good for her. Yeah. And then Beyonce broke a record in the Grammys. I think she won like 28 now in total, which is the highest record for any artist, let alone a female artist, let alone a... female artist of color. Exactly. So (laughs) there's a bunch of memes of her where she's on stage for like accepting the award and there was a moment of like she just looked like a processing button just went over her face loading loading. yeah it's like oh my god i just i just broke the record and then her daughter won a grammy too blue ivy uh brown skin girl yep it was for that for her feature on that so good for her um, for new releases, though, we have Selena Gomez. Um, it's like a full Spanish album, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I listened to a few, a few like, uh, uh, like pre- previews, like sample uh. previews of them. And like, I, for me, a big part of music is usually I prefer it in English just because I, so I can relate to the lyrics. But even, even with hers, I was still like, because I'm relatively fluent in Spanish, I was still kind of like, oh, I actually understand this. This is cool. <laughs> I, I honestly, I feel like Selena is following very much in Shakira's footsteps, and I'm really yep. excited for that. Shakira, because, Shakira would be a decent role model. Oh, yeah. And, like, I feel, too, with her time in, like, you know, Selena was in Disney for so long. She tried to branch out and do movies. She did her own stuff. But everyone always just compared her music to... Uh, Justin Bieber's or like some other like pop icon that she has like Miley and stuff yeah that has no like real competition with their music like they're both separate entities Mm -hmm. and so she kind of got sick of it so I think this a lot of people are talking like this is her last album for a while because she goes you know if she gets picked apart for this again she's like why would I find it enjoyment and putting out something that I enjoy and something that I'm proud of just for it to get picked apart by people who are constantly going to refer back to uh, less grown, less mature me. And let's yeah, just like... Oh. That's that's perfectly valid too because I am I, I have to assume that there have got to be every time, every single time an, an, an article comes out, even if they don't mean it in a negative way, they'll say like long past her Disney days. It's like, well, then why bring up her Disney days yeah. kind of thing? Or, like, back when she was linked with Justin Bieber. And it's like, we get it. They were on again, off again. And we get it. They had a really, like, what's the word? Tumultuous? Yeah, relationship. And, like, there's allegations of, like, mental abuse and things like that. And he's even come out and said, yeah, I was a really shitty person. But somehow people are constantly like, oh, well, Selena isn't as good as Justin. Selena's not as put together because, you know, he's married now. So he's got this weird status of being like more mature and elevated. And, you know, she's still doing pop music. And now she's like, well, now I can show you more of what I can do. World music, yeah. And she's, I feel like, embracing the roots more. And she's almost like, I like that she's like waiting to be like, just do it. Just, just, just say it just make fun of me whatever pick it apart yeah and i mean we've always seen like i don't know if this is like (laughs) proper to say but i feel like she's whitewashed herself a lot to be more palpable to the mainstream media because you know selena gomez she's named she shares the name with like one of the biggest latina pop icons but everybody always she was just like oh it's just her it's just disney selena Mm -hmm. so now i feel like she's actually coming out and being like you know this is my roots this is my heritage that i'm more than just the white pop princey like disney girl i I suppose like ariana grande would have helped pave the road for that too yeah 
Although some people really make fun of Ariana for that. I know. She, she definitely does some tanning. Oh, yeah. she To go from cat... I like I understand her hair. Her hair was is a tragedy for she wears the long ponytail because dyeing her hair red for so long damaged her hair. So the ponytails were fake because the way she could keep her hair safe is to keep it like up and away and not mess with it. So mm. she kept it in a ponytail and she'd have the fake ponytail wrapped around it. So it gave it length and volume. Interesting. But she had to wear it like that because otherwise her hair is just so tragically damaged from her time. Um, also, by way of new music, uh, Lana's new album came out. Oh, that's right. Uh, Chemtrails on the... Over the Country, country. Oh, Over the the country, country. Club. Yep. Uh, listened to the whole thing yesterday while playing chess. Because I, I consider like music like Lana's or Fiona Apple's itself a good background music for a relaxing activity. If I'm reading or playing a board game like that, it's it's nice and... It's nice background music, but some of the songs even even like, it's still not like still not quite my thing. But some of the songs I was you even had to be like, wait, hold on, as I kind of listened to it, like, like, <laughs> put like, the game on pause. I was like, I'm, I'm liking it. Hell yeah, that's kind of what I expect from Lana. Like she always when she finally comes out with something too, I feel like the whole she puts it in such a good package where you have the aesthetic, you have the feeling behind it, and then you have the music to go with everything. Mm-hmm. So she's very good at selling not just music, but like. I don't know, kind of like an idea. Because their last one was like, what? Uh, Norman fucking Rockwell. Yeah, and that was a very 50s vibe. Because like the first single that came out was Love Me Like a Woman or something like that. And even even B, who is like the biggest Lana fan I know, even she was like, I wasn't really feeling that one. But the second one, the title track, mm-hmm. was, that, that, one, even, that one even I was like, all right, yeah. But yeah, that's no, the only new release. That and Selena's that I was, I actually, was actually aware of lately. Uh, I told my friends... Oh, is it would have been like two weeks ago? Uh, I was like, okay, guys, it's getting warm out now. We're, we're, we're leaving the sad boy SoundCloud emo rap aside, and we're, we're starting our pop punk summer. Here we go. And then I, I drove us to go get, uh, like, we got we got sushi. And I was just blasting pop punk the entire time. Blink, story so far, all that. Hell yeah. So that's what I'm getting more into. But prior to all that stuff happening, I, uh, I watched the first eight movies of the fast and furious franchise oh god uh so i got a bunch of stuff from there and like i've all i, I think i've even saw on the show before like i I don't, I don't know much of Ludacris's music but i'm a huge Ludacris fan because he mm. seems like a really cool chill guy but i actually have more of his music because oh he, he, ever ever since the second one when he was in it he's done something for the soundtrack usually like the theme of the movie mm-hmm. and like hell yeah uh same with like don omar and stuff but uh I had also mentioned last time that uh, I was starting to get more into Modest Mouse. And I went to... I, 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 I listened to the entirety of the album that Dashboard is on. We were dead before the ship even sank. And I was just determined I was going to start track one, listen to the whole thing through. So track one happened. I was like, eh, okay. It was all right, I guess. Track two is Dashboard. Love that song. Track three. Eh. Track four. Eh. The beginning of track five. Ugh. I was like, oh, well, I, I might not even listen to the rest of this album. But then the second part of track five happened. And I was like, okay. Okay, yeah, I can get into that. Then track six happened. Then track seven happened. Then track eight happened. And I'm like, fuck, this is an amazing album. <laughs> now, three and four, I'm still kind of like, up. Uh, I went back and listened to track one. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, I actually do like this now. I, I can think like getting more into the vibe of the album. Like, yeah. maybe appreciate that song more. And I was like, holy shit, I freaking love this album. I just... They just got kind of most of the duds out early and then then had a lot of amazing Finished songs. Finished off strong. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this a lot then. Uh, 
Only other song of note, uh, the one of the I'm gonna say latest, but it, even by now it's a it's, it's starting to fade out. The sugar song "Sugar Crash," the TikTok trend, mm-hmm. the uh, song that for some reason is not for some reason, but for some reason they chose this song to bring hyper pop into the mainstream again. Like Hundred Gex has been quiet for a while, so they needed some other hyper pop song to represent them, and it's still kind of a weird one, but it's catchy. Hell yeah. It's still kind of a weird one. It's I still like a weird one, but... <laughs> oh, my God. In any case, let's dish, girl. Okay, so we're talking remixes. Not necessarily covers, just like renditions, be it the artist wanted to go and change things up for a new version, or they just gave the raw files to another producer and said, make magic happen, which is kind of like the case in more like EDM and hip hop yeah. uh, oriented things. But otherwise I have a few songs that are just the artist changing things up a bit. Would you like to start us off? Sure. Um, sure. Sure. I would super love to. <laughs> um, so I'm starting off too with uh, Cash Cash and BB Rexa. It's the song Take Me Home. I heard the original one first. I can't remember how. I think probably it's on the radio or maybe at yeah. a school dance. I think it was on the radio because then I played it at a school dance. <laughs> but uh, uh, a little bit later, Chainsmokers came out with the remix for it, and I love that one. I think it was right after Chainsmokers came out with Selfie, and they were starting to get oh, radio they were starting. play. Okay. And I don't know how they ended up getting the rights to the song or what, but I ended up liking the remix of it so much more. It is a lot more less club vibe and more summer vibe okay like it kind of makes that nice little transition and just rounds out some of the edges and talk about it too much but uh the union remix of zed's clarity uh they clarity it is like the song i think it <laughs> did came it like, out, like open our 14. first episode or something oh <laughs> 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 um, maybe um they, the Union remix is basically they just stripped the entire song and just left in a piano and uh, Fox's vocals. Yeah. And it is so good because they still have the background chorus in it. And it nice. really hypes that up more. And it's it's could almost be a wedding song if you really wanted it to be. And I'm here for it. Maybe thematically it shouldn't be, but the sound, the sound, I get what you're saying. I, I have a few songs where I'm like, damn, if this wasn't incredibly depressing and heartbreaking, this could be a wedding song. I know, the Lana Del Rey version of um, Maleficent's uh, Once Upon a Dream. Mm-hmm. Like, god damn, I really wish you could use that as a wedding song, because that would be so badass. But also, too, like, it's so spooky almost. It's like, you got to be really careful with how you pair that. For sure, for sure. I want to start off by talking uh, with very notable, like 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 the most popular remixes of things, and some that uh, at the time years ago when I would discover a song, I'm like, wait, this is a remix. This isn't even the original. Start off with the most recent, Old Town Road remix. Uh, the Bill Ray Cyrus version is considered a remix because there's some sound sound sounds that are different, and then obviously there's a whole verse by Billy Ray. Mm-hmm. Now that isn't too like different. Same with. Uh, Bugatti, Ace Hood's Bugatti, the remix, which is just the exact same song but with different rappers in it. Uh, <laughs> Apologize by One Republic, the Timbaland version is a remix. It has Ooh. more of a of a uh, I want to say hip hop, but just less of the melancholic band sound and more of a produced sound, I guess. Yeah. Plus, you get Timbaland going uh, 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 in the background, so that's cool. Uh, 
And then the last really big one is uh, Cheerleader by Omi. The oh, one that everybody that one. one that everybody knows is a remix. The original is a little bit slower and more, has more of a Jamaican vibe. Oh, damn. The Felix, oh, <laughs> Felix Dutch guy. Uh, J-A-E-H-N. Felix Jain? Jain? John? I don't know. <laughs> His is the one that was on the radio in 2014. That's the one that everybody knows. Yeah. Oh, 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 I forgot. Forgot one more. Uh, Despacito, the Justin Bieber Despacito. remix. Despacito. Selena? Oh, oh dang, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so those are all the big ones I wanted to get out of the way. Um, and I, I guess because I also feel like it's a good way for me to segue into things down the road of a remix can just be the actual song with a featured artist and it's considered a remix. Yeah. Or it could be a complete recreation. Like cheerleaders a complete recreation even the vocals are tampered with so it's it's cool hell yeah um this one is actually what got me into like the original song or the original version but come and get your love by redbone um there's a gavin moss remix it basically takes an old like 70 song and like makes it sort of clubby but it's just a really fun vibe and it's a really fun song and this kind of elevates that whole theme in it where uh just kind of brings it out in a new way and i really you're here for it <laughs> that yeah <laughs> and it's yeah it was just a really good song they did a really good job at trying to keep the original piece of it intact but just adding on to it which i think for her some remixes that uh cover old songs like they kind of take the whole original heart out of the song when they remix it by sampling it yeah yeah okay or either that or they just change the feeling of it so much hmm but in in that wheelhouse uh i sent you a link a while back to uh the artist sky he's he sampled the melody of blink 182's i miss you Mm -hmm. for the song voices and i think it really works But if you are showing it to somebody who is so adamantly attached to I Miss You, probably for nostalgic reasons, I know they will dislike it yeah. kind of thing. They're like, because uh, I've done it multiple times. They're like, I, I don't like this. This isn't right. It's like, it, it, he's, he isn't even using the same lyrics. It's just the melody. Yeah. I mean, he's using some of the same lyrics, but, you know, the, it can only be used uniquely so many times. <laughs> um, my personal favorite, I think, of all these remixes we're going to be talking about today is... Uh, Francis and the Lights, May I Have This Dance, the Chance the Rapper remix. It's the Ooh. the exact same song, but instead of the bridge in between the second chorus and the final chorus being just music, Chance raps over it. And then at the very last chorus, he does some backing vocals and stuff. And I, it just, it takes an already amazing song and just adds more good to it. Because I like Chance the Rapper. So, yeah. I'm, so I like when he comes in and his his lines are very sweet. The song itself is very sweet. Then Chance just kind of adds, adds to it. I'm like, this is great. This is, this is, I like it a lot. Uh, another favorite is Every Time We Touch by Cascada. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um, so do you know that Cascada is Natalie, the girl, and two producers? Mm-hmm. Basically like the old school churches. Um, well, one of them, Yano, Yanu, Y-A-N-O-U, Yanu, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he does things for his songs called Candlelight Remixes, 
which is just a ballad version of the song. Yeah. So it's every time we touch as a ballad. He covered Heaven by Brian Adams. It was like it was the dance version everyone knew with a girl vocalist. He also has a Heaven Candlelight remix, and it's hmm. just usually just piano and the, and the girls' vocals, and they're they're all, always really good. Switching over to soundtracks. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. So don't judge. Uh, I can't promise that. That's fair. So I. This is the reason I got SoundCloud, to be honest with you, because I was trying, I was watching this movie. So many people with your SoundCloud. <laughs> what dorks? Anyway. Yeah, reference the last three or four episodes of this season. <laughs> Maybe the last, like, 15 of the series? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But, um, okay, long story short, it was a book that got turned into a movie that I watched because I was like, yeah, whatever. And there was a scene where they had all these kids partying in the woods because I guess it's what people think delinquent teens do is just party in the woods. I don't know. Fuck them trees. But uh, there was two remixes, and I don't know, like, the whole, if they licensed it or what, because I could not find these remixes. I only found the originals of the song. and Even, like, Shazamming it? Yeah, it would bring up the originals. So I found the originals, and I was playing. I'm like, this isn't what I was looking for. So mm-hmm. I then do it again, and it kept pulling it up. So I'm like, fuck. So I don't know exactly how I found these. But um, one is Sleep With My Enemies by Mika. It's the Damn remix. D-A-A-A-M. Damn! <laughs> remix. And the other one is Warpath by Esben the Witch. Um, the Breton remix. Both of them are very, uh, definitely like a very summery sort of uh, like lounge song. Or like... Okay, um, so more relaxed but warm feeling. Yeah. It's definitely like especially uh warpath i really like sleep with my enemies is like a heavy sort of like party song well not party kind of like like it's like a very autumny feeling song for some reason i don't know how to explain it other than that but they did a really good job at using that for the scene because it fits so well yeah and and you had to find that on soundcloud yeah (laughs) i don't know how i did it i think i remember like watching the movie over and over again so i could like shazam it and it wouldn't work. So I went on YouTube. It didn't work. Went on Google. It didn't work. And I don't just know like how. like Googling random lyrics or something. Yeah, I think I just typed in as been the witch. Because it would pull up the original. So all I did was take the original title and put it in SoundCloud. And eventually it brought it up. And I was like, yes, I found it. This is something I should have talked about. Like around like episode four. Like Of like season I- one? Yeah, yeah, not not last episode. Like like <laughs> I, I, like like a year ago, basically, I should have talked oh about God. this. Um, we we were doing an episode, and I think I showed shown you the movie. Um, we were doing the the, the movie soundtracks episode. And I talked about how about Alex. Yeah, there was a song that played like right as a transition to the credits that I really liked, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Shazammed it like five times and got different results each time. You even you you, yeah. you even like one time. Hell, hey, I'll Shazam this, and you got different things. I don't even think but, I got the same things as you. Yeah, it was just always random shit. It was some like European like uh, uh, Eurodance songs kind of thing, but it's not. It, it was like a piano ballad kind of thing. I wanted to find it, but I couldn't. And I told that to B, and I was like, I, I don't know. I I can't find it anywhere. You can't search this or anything. She emailed the composer of the movie, who got back to her in like 20 minutes, and said, oh yeah, the song's not available anywhere. Here, just, 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 just give it to him. And sent her the file. Oh my to god. To give it to me. It was... I, I, okay. Okay, okay, I, <laughs> That's I, I amazing, I might have to amend that. I think he did post it like somewhere. Like, I don't know if it was like SoundCloud or some other music streaming thing for a little bit, but then he was like, yeah, I took it down eventually, so I don't think you can find it. But here, give this to him. 
Oh my god, that so, is so smart! Like, how come we didn't think of that? Well, I mean, I'm sure there are definitely times you where you, you aren't able to do that if it's like a big if it's like Warner Brothers producing yeah. a movie you couldn't find it. But it was an indie movie with with a freelance composer, so he was like, yeah, that means my song here. You can just give it to him. He wants to listen to it. That like, is like, so cool. Also, just the fast response. She's like, yeah, I emailed him like a half hour ago, and I and I got this. Oh, yeah. good. First off, good for B for just yeah. going through and just being like, okay, yeah. here we go. She's like the mom of the group getting like all right we're gonna go get the ketchup I, all together i can't now. find it but it's right here <laughs> that's amazing also, i'm pretty oh my sure God. maybe i'm just joel joel p west shout out to joel p west uh yeah i don't know i guess i just because like you can find his email address on, on, on his website i know that for a fact because when i was I, I back then i went to his website to look through all of his stuff like here's yeah. some of my work and i couldn't find it anywhere but it's like contact me or whatever i'm like it's not a business thing or oh, i should bother him or whatever but she was like oh, i'll ask him that is so cool yeah, yeah. oh my god after all this time of you like, talking yeah. about that song you got it now yeah. i showed her the movie once and she was like oh whatever. she's like oh i got this yeah. Yeah, that's, that's amazing cool. anyway going back to, to remixes though oh man um chain smokers don't let me down Illenium remix. Oh, I love that. It's incredible because it uses the best part of the original Don't Let Me Down, which is at the very end when uh Dea 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 Zendaya Dea cool. Um is just like going like 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 letting it out. She isn't doing that don't let me down. She's really like don't let me down and hitting the high note or whatever. Yeah. And they he takes that, adds like a drum beat, so it's more like a, a victory anthem kind of song, and it's I love that. Elenium does such great remixes. He is a great musician, a great producer. Oh, yeah. Um, there was one song, too, that I found. Um, it's Tuvlo's Habits. It's the Owl remix, also on SoundCloud. And I would be so embarrassed, personally. Uh, I think, also, too, that does a really great job of taking all the good elements from that song. Because, I mean, I really like that song. All around, it gets its point across it's a really well-rounded song but this just takes more it just adds to it it doesn't really pick it apart and like fill in the pieces it just adds more to it and i really like how like they produce that song i think it is it adds a lot to the quality of it yeah. you know soundcloud well, has some gems i'm not gonna lie yeah yeah it also has some shit it also <laughs> has a lot of shit it does like it is like a shit pile with some diamonds that get tossed in there or something <laughs> You just have to shovel through a little bit of the shit. Just yeah. see if you can find something shiny. Yeah. Um, talking about your boy Zed, uh, his remix of Shawn Mendes' Lost in Japan. Oh, I have not heard that one. It's, I, I admittedly, I don't, I'm pretty sure I've heard the original, but I don't remember it at all. Yeah. But like, the Zed remix is the definitive version. Um, it's good. I think the one thing he does is for the chorus, he like uh, digitally layers Sean's voice for the chorus. And I'm like, Sean has good enough voice where that wasn't necessary, but it doesn't ruin the song. Yeah. It kind of is like, eh, it wouldn't but be Zed something likes his choirs, though, he does. to be fair. Yeah, he absolutely does. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just it's just a good remix. It's 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 Zed. You know what you're getting into. That dude freaking nails electronic percussion. Mm. I love all of his percussion sounds, especially in uh, the middle. Oh, that, like, like whip that crack song or a sound, like, that, Zed does good, 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 good percussion. Um, I think the only song I'm going to be talking about that is remixed by the actual person who released the original mm-hmm. is Hello Seattle by Owl City. He released a remix of, I mean, he's, so he released the song once on, of June. 
then he redid it for Ocean Eyes. And then on Ocean Eyes, as a bonus track, he remixed it. The remix isn't really that amazing. It's definitely listen to either of the originals before you listen to the remix. But it's, it's just, just an example I wanted to point out of. Sometimes the person can be like, I want to see what else I can do with that. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know if I've ever done it for you. I've done it for a handful of people. Okay, now I just or, feel left out. Uh, well, go here. I'll fill, fill you in right here. So Ed Sheeran, you may have heard of him. Mm, he uh, sounds familiar. He 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 he, 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 he sang "Oops, I Did It Again." Oh, <laughs> he's not that innocent. <laughs> he's the one uh, who dated uh, Ellie Goulding. He dated Justin Bieber. So. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> and now everyone compares all of his new songs to when he was with Justin. Oh God. <laughs> um, no, he uh, his song "Thinking Out Loud." has a remix by Strive, Striv, S-T-R-Y-V. It is completely different. I always do... So in my opinion, the only song, only part of, or part of the remix that is really phenomenal is the first verse leading up to the first chorus and the first... Uh, Bridge? Hook? When, when like, something happens... Like, drop, drop, and then, then the electronics come in, the remix thing. <laughs> um, of worth, I mean. Uh, I take so you know thinking out loud is a slow love song it's mm-hmm. about it's about being in love for the rest of your life well this remix I paint the picture as the song is playing that it is the sound of this remix okay god this is gonna this is gonna sound absurd so just do me a favor and listen to it it's a couple guy and girl tied up hands behind their back they're in a like a mob bob's a mob boss's office Mm -hmm. he's like behind a desk and i don't mean like mob boss like godfather i mean like a guy like a lex luther kind like in a business suit maybe was smoking a cigarette but outside he has like his his business front he's like a newspaper mogul whatever but there's like bodyguards inside they are tied up and the girl is freaking out like 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 whimpering tears streaming down her face and the, the the lyrics to Ed Sheeran is the guy trying to calm her down, like, "Hey, it's gonna be okay. We're gonna be all right." And he says, "He's like, hey, remember all these things?" Then right when the chorus hits, and he goes, uh, "Take me into your loving arms." That's when a crash happens and the bass drops, and I I have the image of the mob boss shooting the guy in the head, and the whole <sighs> thing goes quiet. Whole music video would go quiet as the girl is screaming, but you don't hear all you hear is the bass drop. His head just got blown off. Anyway. Literally, you I'm not kidding. You just described a music video from Ramstein. I think it was Damn Duhast. It. Damn it. I thought I was being original. I've never seen the music video for Duhast. <laughs> Whatever. The point is, the Strive remix of Thinking Out Loud, if you want something completely different from what the song is supposed to be, listen to that. I do like that remix, though. I like that, a lo- I think, a lot more than the original. Because the original is just a little too slow for me. Like, I get it. It's supposed to be slow and cheesy and for couples and stuff. But it's just... Like, if you're going to listen to it a lot, like, that definitely adds a little more flavor to it and speeds it up a bit. For me, I think that song, it definitely got overplayed when it came out. I think if it was one of those songs that wasn't actually a single release, but you were listening to his album and you found it, that would be your favorite song from the album. You're like, oh, well, why does no one know about this one? This is a great song. Because everyone knows about it and it got blasted to to hell, like, what, five, six years ago? How old are we? Um, (laughs) It's kind of like, all right, this is nothing special anymore. Exactly. I feel like that happens to a lot of Ed Sheeran songs. Like Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber, and like Taylor Swift, they just blast it so much that it's just like, guys, I don't care. (laughs) For the love of God, something different. Um, 
I think a song that is more popular for, for its party remix, and I'm going to say more popular, but still relatively in air quotes, it's not like the biggest mainstream thing in the world, is uh, the, yeah, or not the, just Yeah Yeah Yeah's Heads Will Roll, uh, a tracks remix mm -hmm. of it. It's like, I feel like if you, if you hear the sound, you'll know, you'll know what I'm talking about. That's, that's a track doing his thing on a song. And I think, I think that's more, has more notoriety than the original by just the yeah, yeah, yes. I'd agree. I like that one too. I like that song, but I've always heard it in like a club and stuff like that. And it just never seems to really fit. Like everybody goes crazy for it, but it just, it's hard to play in a club setting, I guess, just because the original of it just. I, I see it in the context most of house parties. Usually yes. when things are getting, are kind of, in, in, I should say in movies, at least when I see, when I see it in a house party setting, it's usually when things are starting to get a little bit screwy. Yeah. It's like things are getting a little, because like obviously all those are like minor chords. So there's something a little unsettling about it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, actually, I think, I think it was in a party movie, actually. I think it was in uh, like Project X. That's probably why I don't know it from that. Okay. But yeah, no, you'll hear it in clubs and stuff. Yeah, I heard it at Brothers before they renovated. I heard it before Trinity COVID, was. and I was like, everybody went crazy because it was it. I like it's a fun song, but I was just kind of like, it had the moment of like, how do you really dance to this in this setting? The way that it works for me, and if it, if it was around this time when you were at the club, it'd be good for me. It works as a Halloween song. Because it's a little bit different. So if you were if you were at a club and everyone was in a costume and it came on, you'd be like, oh, it's like a spooky dance song. Yeah. Sure, okay. Like in that sense it would work. But most others, it's like eh, not quite fitting. I agree. Yeah. Um, oh, also something I feel like we should bring up. There are entire remix albums and not just like the iTunes uh, limited edition EPs where it's a song and, it, and then the four remixes. Like actual like 100 Gex, 1000 Gex has a remix album called 1000 Gex and the Tree of Clues. And like... The most famous one out there was the Charlie XCX remix with other artists of uh, Ringtone. But another noteworthy one is they have a remix of their song Hand Crushed by Mallet and it's Fall Out Boy doing the chorus. It's yes. like, it's like, they're, I guess I'm just saying that to bring validity to 100 Gex, but. I love it. Um, but you know, there are like some people who will completely rework an album uh, and not, 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 not like a Taylor Swift or JoJo sense, like actually just take everything they have and do something new with it and release that as an album, which I think is neat. Usually, it's usually never my style, but just in concept, I think, I like that. Like, Yeah, it's like, cool to see an artist play with their work. Yeah, they 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 weren't done yet, so they wanted to try something else. Yeah. I think it's pretty neato burrito. I'm going to quick list two because they're from the same album. It's for uh, the, uh, the movie album for Promising Young Woman. Okay. Because I fucking love that. I wanted to see the movie. It looked really good. Oh, it's so good. It's so twisty. I love it. Anyway, go see it or watch it or rent it. I don't care. Anyway, um, the first one is a remix of Toxic by Britney Spears. I guess you can kind of consider this a remake because it it's only the melody and it's the violin version of the melody and nothing else. And da, da, na, na, yeah, na, na, na. it's so good. Yeah. It's like it's literally just this one violin kind of doing all of it. And it's so good. It's if you're not huge into string in instruments, it's probably going to be a little too much because okay. it's literally just the violin doing all the work. Nice. So it can kind of get a little screechy if you're not used to it. But it's so haunting and it fits so well. And it literally takes Toxic and makes it from like a pop queen song to like 
Maleficent is coming into the room, kids. Like, shit's about to get fucked. Danny's here, everyone. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> like, it's just, it's such a well-done composition to that song. Nice. And then the on the flip side, uh, the I guess this is another remake. Um, it's Raining Men by Hallelujah. Death by Rami, or R-O-M-Y. So good. It's like if it was made today, other than the time it like was actually originated from, it's a little more modernized, a little bit kind of slowed down, but like the vocalist in it does such a good job at it and like kind of just makes it more like you're going hunting rather than you're going out, I guess. I think that's the only way I can put it because the way her, like they slowed it down and the way she kind of plays with her vocals, it kind of sounds like she's about to go fuck someone up. And I really Hunting love it. a person? Yeah. Oh, Like, okay. you know, it's raining. Because so, uh, the whole concept of the song, It's Raining Men, is like, hey, girls, go out, get yourself a man. So yeah. deal. And she's like, I'm going to go out and bag myself a man. And it's just kind of Jesus like. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> like, this is what I'm here for. It, and it works so well with the movie, too. Like, they did a really good job at kind of curating the album to, like, fit a lot of like the themes in the movie yeah so that one I mean, just obviously kinda, yeah that would that that thing yeah. you described would fit the movie yeah. it's it's good yeah it's a good remake of it i know the way i put it into my itunes is not accurate but i did it purely for ease of finding it when i'm looking for it but there were some remixes of fetty wap songs uh a remix of 679 i got a glock in my rari <laughs> uh, and then a remix of Trap Queen and Trap Queen is remix the 6679 one is fun it's just kind of like another dirtier trap song yeah of an it's a dirty trap remix of a dirty trap song um the remix of Trap Queen is done by Onderkoffer I've, I've, I haven't heard the name before or since but I wasn't sure if he was notable in like that scene at all yeah but he um he does like I guess he kind of pulls a Z where he makes the chorus have like a choir quality like still fatty's vocals but he adds like like chorus instrument like chorus voices behind it I feel yeah. like, like like how do i describe it uh there's like other vocals in the background yeah, and I, I don't know if he got other artists to record or if it's he's just completely digitizing fetty but with no, his vocals that sounds the- like a female like it sounds like there's uh, female back vocalist to it but um, that plays really well off of his voice yeah like it having does. a female backing vocalist on it yeah i i agree i agree um i just, I just thought it was a really interesting take because there is still that edm drop and stuff but it wasn't about pumping up the vocals it was about rounding out the vocals yeah. and i thought that was a really interesting take on a, on a remix and i'm sure there's artists who have done it before but i just haven't seen it because that's not again like i guess said before i'm not too into remixes but, yeah um yeah i mean i think that's really the extent like, i have other things i could talk about but nothing that would really add to the conversation oh i guess i can say one more thing um do you remember the tiktok trend it was usually about couples, but sometimes someone would make a joke one with a song. What's that supposed to be about, baby? Yeah. Uh, the uh, So that that's actually a remix of the original song uh, by Years and Years called Breathe. It's the Blue Cantrell remix. I have no idea who Blue Cantrell is because there's actually an R&B singer named Blue Cantrell. So, and I don't know, maybe that person's a producer and remixed it. Yeah. But something tells me it's somebody else who's using the same name because that's a... 
I've never heard of years and years before. I've never heard the song Breathe before, but mm-hmm. somehow this one R&B singer found it and decided I want to remix it. Yeah. And it got big off of a new streaming platform or video posting platform. I don't know about that. Maybe. It very well could be. It's not impossible. But... It's just unlikely. Yeah. I, I was, it was just another, another, one, another one of those. I found it and I was like, oh, this, is, this isn't even the regular. This is the remix version. Okay. It was, it was, it was cheerleader all over again. <laughs> um, I think the last one on my... Yeah, this is my last one that I have. Um, it's a Seven Nations Army remix by, what is it? The, oh, God, what's the name of the band? White Stripes? White Stripes, yeah. Um, it's the Glitch remix. I found it before, and I loved it, but that was later featured on that um, Oculus game. The, uh, what's it called? I'm poor, so I don't know what it really it's is. The same. I mean, there are a lot of them, but I don't have one. So. Yeah. Uh, it's the Beat Saber. Yes, that's okay. what it is. So if it's, it's music based, it's got to be something like that. Yeah, um, I heard it on that later on, and I was like, "This is amazing!" But I found it on SoundCloud like a while before, and so like, hmm. I know, Miss. I just got a SoundCloud, uh, or I just started using SoundCloud to find this stuff, and here you have a story from years ago with SoundCloud. Yeah, because. I had, I've had sound, my friend is on SoundCloud. I'm looking so for the I gotta, facts, Danny. I gotta support my friends, <laughs> yeah. damn it. Carter? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the, I don't know. I feel like I've heard this, the Glitch Mob remix a lot for that song, but just in really random like places. But I really like that because that's a song that was overplayed a lot. Yeah. But it's just, it's such a good bass. I love the percussion in it. And it's just, it's hard to let it go almost. So this is a really good, like, brings it back, but it kind of in a different way. A new way. Yeah. And it makes the percussion, like, the forefront of everything. And I really like that. I hear Southern Nation Army a fair amount because my partner at work has an entire Spotify playlist just called, like, like Bitchin' Bass Lines or something like that. Bitchin so it's got, like, Feel Good Inc., Seven Nation Army. Yes. Uh, there, are, there are plenty more mainstream examples. I was kind of going off the top of my head. But, yeah, no, I, I've... I've gone through, have you ever gone, gone through those waves of like, you've heard a song so much, oh my God, I'm sick of it, but it keeps playing. And eventually yeah. you're like, oh, you know, okay, fine. I can get into it again. Yeah. Like now I so saw, I've heard it like, I heard it daily for a while. And at one point I was like, here we go again. And then, one, then the next day I'll be like, finally, here we go. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm good then. You good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will admit I found... When you had pitched the idea to me, I was I was like, yeah, okay, I like that. That's something different. Then I began thinking like, wait, no, I'm picking out all covers here. I need to do remixes. And then I was like, I might not have that much to talk about. But I I we we got a pretty decent size size episode out of that. It was it was it was a uh, fruitful. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. So it has been announced that Summerfest. Here in our city of Milwaukee has been postponed to September. Now, people, some people are very iffy, iffy on that because the same thing happened last year. Then it got postponed, but now the vaccines are getting out more, more widespread. It could be possible, like show your ticket, show your vaccination card, go to Summerfest kind yeah. of thing, which I'm kind of hoping is what is what what's going to happen. But um, even if it is delayed but not canceled, we will definitely have Summerfest episodes. Because I, I, I will, we work full time and everything, but I guess I can't. I don't want to speak for you, but I'm definitely oh, yeah. going to try to go to as many shows as possible at Summerfest. Agreed, Fest. same. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited for this. I need to be out among people again. Yeah, honestly. I need to hear live music again. 
Uh, do you do karaoke at all? Yeah, I've yeah. been known to do it once in a while when I'm was, very, very drunk. I was supposed to... Only, only when you're drunk? Only when I'm drunk. I was supposed to go to a karaoke party a few days ago, but it ended up getting canceled. But I was I was even thinking to myself when we were planning it, oh my god, I can talk about a live show I've seen on the, on the <laughs> podcast because it's been so long since I've seen one. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll see y'all all in a couple weeks. Uh Next week, next episode will be the uh, halfway point of the season. Mm-hmm. Our, our mid-season finale. As you would say. As you so said. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know, I'm just making shit up. But yeah, we'll probably take a little break just to like, catch up with our lives. And to muster with our lives. Yeah, yeah and it's... just keep keep finding content that yeah. we're interested in. I, like, I, I do have to admit, prior to this past week, there was like a week or two span when I wasn't really interested in finding new music. Like Stuff was coming out because like Sewer Person released something new every 20 minutes. <laughs> um, but I was just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm just going to listen to like my... I was listening to podcasts a lot. And then I don't know what it was. I think it was the... Um, excuse me. The false spring to winter shift because we had, we had a week of like... 50 60 even degree weather then we got snow yeah but so i was kind of just like disheartened and i knew it was coming but still you know just emotionally it affects you but now that spring really is starting to come here now i'm getting more like lively and kind of i'm not going to be go so far as to say becoming more like myself but just getting more like pumped for the the new yeah spring has sprung fam what's it going to bring you we should make t-shirts with that <laughs> that's not a mildly like threatening and i really like that like what's coming for you do it in like in like uh mega death font oh my god yeah oh my god it'd be like the new thrasher shirt or oh my god like yeah any kind of speed metal shirt yeah you know, like with all the veins that you can't even tell what it says yeah it just looks like a chicken ran through a yeah ran through paper hell yeah a chicken ran through paper coming coming to teespring soon no Okay, well, thank you all so much for watching. Uh, as usual, we have Facebook. We have Instagram, technically. Uh, I'll try and post on there, guys. I'm sorry. It, it, and it's a two-way street. I'm not even going to stand here and be like, that. I'm going to try to post more. Because every time I do, I fail on that. I can't live up to that expectation. Cause I'm not, I... not the one thing you post. It got like, a huge amount of views. What did I post? The one where you're making fun of uh, me and then your bottle of wine. Oh, yeah, that was rad. Wine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good time. Okay. See y'all next time. Bye.